Welcome to the Taylor Careers Podcast. I'm Shannon Sanford, career and business strategist. I coach driven individuals how to find career clarity and confidence, along with the help of my wonderfully supportive network of professionals. My mission is to bridge the gap between the uncertainty and unfulfillment into a clear path forward. Thinking of transitioning into a new role or are interested in personal development, this podcast is for you. Tune in weekly as I interview a variety of experts to hear their stories, gain advice and insights to help you gain clarity on your own personal journey. Hey friends, welcome back to the Tailored Careers podcast. Today I have Aubrey Fox, a fellow friend and girl boss who is an expert in interior design. Aubrey is going to be sharing how she got into the field, what she loves about design and how she was able to branch off and start her own business. Aubrey and I met several years ago in a networking event I have had some mutual connections and I'm glad to have her on to bring some light to some opportunities within the design space. So fun fact, Aubrey and I actually went to the same college, but despite being a very small school, somehow we did not get connected until several years later. But anyways, uh, here to share her story is Aubrey. How have you been? Hi, thank you so much for having me. I am holding in tight over here. So excited to be on your podcast with you, Shannon. Yes, love it. Glad that you're here. So I'll just have you kick it off and have you share your story, your background, and how you got to where you are today. Sure. So I started my career journey. Um, I went to um, a four-year college and have my bachelor's degree in interior design. When I was trying to figure out what I wanted to do with my life, I think I had a million ideas and really no set plan until I kind of all of a sudden, you know, time was, time was ticking and a decision had to be made. Um, and I jumped into interior design and I've loved it ever since really. So I started there. I've got my degree, like I mentioned, and then coming out of college, I really struggled actually to find a career or any sort of job in my field. I think it was a really hard transition just because I didn't have any real connections. I had like so-and-so knows so-and-so kind of connections, but nothing really concrete. And I also didn't feel like I had anyone great kind of leading me as to, oh, you should definitely, you know, go do this. So once I kind of got a footing, I kind of was able to get a job at an architecture firm. So I kind of started there, which was really nice. It was a commercial uh, firm. So hotels, um, apartment buildings, things like that. I stayed there for a little while. um, And then I moved into the furniture industry, working for um, a few different furniture companies. So between those two, I was able to pick up a lot of different information, one very technical career path and one a little bit more of a decorating career path. I also have design experience in tile, uh, kitchens and baths, things like that. So I feel like I've kind of got a little bit of everything experience. So It's really helped me now because I have such a broad range of what I'm able to do, which is nice. Yeah, that's great. I love that you were able to get exposure into little different pockets of areas. And I'm always sharing with people too. advice that I give is to just get out there and get exposure. And I think that's so important because you can tell, hey, do I want to do this or do I not want to do this? And you're only really going to know that through experience. Yes, definitely. And I think college did a good job of kind of showing us all of the aspects of like, if you want to get into commercial, if you are more technical, maybe commercial is your route. If you like people, maybe residential is more your route. Maybe you want to design trade booths. Maybe you want to design sets for TV shows. 
So there's tons of opportunities. It's just narrowing down what exactly you're looking for and what, you know, what makes you tick really. Yeah, absolutely. So tell us about your business. Um, so I am a full service design firm, so I can range from anything is to just picking out selections for like a living room, dining room, bedroom, anything like that, or help you with selections for kitchens or baths or basically anything. I prefer to stay in the um, field of residential. I do a little commercial work, but I do love residential. I love working with people and I love um, really just trying to help them evaluate their space, enjoy their space and, you know, not really have to think about why they love their space, but have mm-hmm. it function for them in a very specific manner. That's kind of why I love residential. I just love people. And so I love helping people and helping them create the space that they're really looking for. A lot of people see something on Pinterest, but you know, they go to the store, they buy two things and they don't understand why their house doesn't look like the pretty picture, you know? Right. <laughs> It's easy to look at and to dream about and to fantasize, but then to actually have it come into fruition is another story, right? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So what do you find most enjoyable about interior design? I would definitely say no two jobs are the same. And I always find something new to learn. I've had a few projects where, you know, the ceiling is 13, 14 feet high and okay, I can design that all day long. How am I going to install that? Who am I going to call to, you know, make that happen? Or you need a lot of connections because you never know, you know, if you need something made because this person wants is requesting a certain item and you can't buy that at the store. Or maybe if you buy it at the store, it's really, really expensive, but I bet I know a local tradesperson that can make something for me. So it's always just like kind of finding out those new kind of nuggets of information and creating something that you haven't done before. So that's really what I I prefer to do. And I think it's kind of the most fun part of the job. Yeah. So I assume it sounds like you probably have a lot of network of people like contractors Mm -hmm. that you work with day to day and, you know, just small businesses as well as, um, you know, I know that you and I talk about all the time. We definitely support local wherever we can Yeah, and support small so within that, talk about your day in the life. What does a day, day-to-day look like for you? So whether that's tasks or, you know, different things that you're kind of doing throughout the day, what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Typically, you know, a lot of client meetings, a lot of on-site visits, uh, walking through wish list items. What I like to do when I meet with someone is just kind of make a master list of brain dump everything that, you know, you could possibly want on a piece of paper. Um, and then what I do is I kind of refine that and go back and be like, okay, well, what are our priorities? What are, you know, everyone's got a budget. So what is the budget? A lot of people don't even know how to have a realistic budget because they don't understand how much things cost. Mm. Um, so, you know, you could be like, oh, my budget for my living room is $5,000. And you're telling me you want a sofa, window treatments, a new TV console. And I'm like, okay, well, you know are we going to buy Ethan Allen or are we going to go to Wayfair? Right. You know, so it, that's, that's always like a good conversation to have. Um, so a lot of client meetings, on-site visits, doing floor plans, um, mood boards, 3D renderings for clients, depending on, you know, if they want that as an option. So everything can really be tailored for what somebody's um, looking for. And, and then any sort of sketching Um, like I mentioned before, like if somebody wants something custom made, you know, I'm going to have to sketch it up so that I can properly relay all that information to whoever's going to build that for me and then make sure what I'm building is actually 
you know, structurally sound or, you know, it's going to work. So it's a lot of collaborations, just like you mentioned before, as far as, um, you know, talking to other tradespeople and seeing who can help with what, and um, really just being like that liaison between a bunch of different professionals for my one client. Gotcha. That makes complete sense. In your opinion, what different personality traits or characteristics would you suggest that someone in your role might have to be successful? So I definitely think, especially for residential, I think you have to have that personal touch. Mm -hmm. If you don't like people, then this might not be your jam. Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Um, So like there's plenty of um, technical um, careers out there. Like I kind of mentioned before, commercial if you prefer to just design on software and you are a more technical person, then maybe, you know, residential isn't for you. But if we're talking strictly residential, you need to like people. You need to want to help them um, and kind of solve their problems. And you definitely just want to be a student to the career and always be educating yourself and learning something new because that's what's going to keep you in business. It's going to, you know, help with your experience and, you know, just kind of keep everything moving forward. Cause I think the hardest part too, is, you know, you get into that loop where nobody wants to hire you because you don't have any experience, you know? And so when nobody wants to do that, then, you know, you got to start somewhere and get that experience. in. so you just have to be ready to just dive in and just kind of be ready and willing to learn and do almost anything. (laughs) Absolutely. So speaking of learning, what are the different software or programs that you use? So there's a few different ones, depending on um, kind of the project that I have, depends on what I will use. Um, A lot of times um, I just use like a 3D room planner. There are free ones online. Sometimes I use a specific one based on if I'm using another designer at a furniture company, they use a certain one so we can piggyback on the same. I can send her over the same file and she knows what we're looking at. AutoCAD is um, useful for a lot of more specific drawings. 2020 is more of like a kitchen and bath software, but a lot of times I just use a very generic um, room planner I, and I use Photoshop to kind of create some room views for people if they need kind of like that visualization. Right. Awesome. Yeah. So if some of our listeners are listening into our conversation and they're like, Hey, this kind of sounds like something I might be interested in. What would be different ways you would suggest speaking of our conversation of just getting in there, right. And getting experience. What are some different ways that they can get some of that experience? What would you suggest for them? I love this question and I wish someone would have told me this answer when I started. So if anybody has any questions, please feel free to message me. I would love to help because I feel as though I didn't really get that guidance. So I would definitely, if I was just starting out, like you're right out of college or um, right out of getting some sort of education, I would definitely look into working at a, a tile store, working at someplace that sells hardwood carpet, a paint store, basically anything um, that people buy for their homes. That enables you to get your feet wet, know how people are specifying tile, know how people are, how you order in uh, hardwood and measure for it, get the square footage, how much weight do you need, all these kind of minute details. Mm -hmm. So that once you have that down, you know, you can kind of be like, okay, well, I know this really well. How can I, you know, progress my career forward? And through a lot of those personal jobs, you'll find some designers that come in and purchase from you. And then those are kind of the people that you network with and talk with and see what they're doing and what they're working on. 
And that can kind of get you to each next step that you're looking for. Start to build connections from there and really have exactly. a snowball. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I think it's super important as well to gain the terminology. I know just in you know different jobs that I've had, I'll start in a new role and I might not know the terminology or there's acronyms. And so that is another frustrating piece. So I think to your point, if you can just get in a space in and around those people and that exposure, getting the terminology and just getting your feet wet. Yes, definitely. Today's episode is brought to you by the Lost and Found program. If you're searching for something other than career clarity, the Lost and Found program might be for you. Are you tired of feeling like you're going nowhere in life? So what would happen if you changed the trajectory of your life? Imagine what your life would look like if you started knocking down your goals, if you gained more confidence, or if you understood your gifts and how to use them. Listen, know how you feel right now. You are not alone. Millions of people feel like this, but you don't have to be stuck in these feelings. This is where Versatile Success's signature program, Lost and Found, will help you. The Lost and Found program is a 30-day online program that will change the trajectory of your life. So find out more by clicking on the link in our show notes and enroll today. Oh, and make sure you enter the coupon LOSTANDFOUND-TAILOREDCAREERS, all one word, no spaces, to receive $200 off the program just because you're a listener of this podcast. The pandemic. (laughs) Yeah, I do. So I want to touch on this because it is, you know, it's really just a huge difference in how we work day to day and it's affected not only our personal lives, but our careers as well. So Mm -hmm. challenges have you faced throughout, and I typically would say 2020, but now, you know, it's 2021. Ah, Yeah. So how, you know, what challenges have you faced throughout the pandemic? I'll call it. And how have you been able to overcome and still succeed? So I think a lot of trouble, a challenge definitely would be working remotely with clients I would say that I don't have an issue working remotely. I would say it's more that the client has had to kind of reevaluate the way they think about a project. I have previous experience in e-design. So I've designed rooms for people that live in Colorado, Florida, Hawaii, all over the place. So I have the background and the knowledge and tools to work remotely with a client. But if it's someone local who's not used to working that way, that's kind of been an adjustment for them um, yeah. to, you know, be able to talk on the phone, to Zoom, to kind of send over documents and a lot more um, kind of reading emails and understanding um, like a design from that perspective. I think a lot of clients have a hard time visualizing and most designers, I would say, usually you should be able to visualize if right. you're a designer. Um, <laughs> that is what you do. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, I could tell you, you know, to paint this wall this and move your sofa over here. And before we do that, I can see in my head how that would look. Yeah. So I think just trying to paint a a vivid picture for a client uh, without maybe having specific materials right in front of you at the moment, that's been a little bit tricky, but for the most part, our business is booming right now. That's amazing. Home remodeling is out of control. There is a lumber shortage. There's shortage on appliances. There's shortages all over the place. So we are benefiting, you know, from the crazy people are investing in their homes right now. So, you know, if you, if you are able to adjust, your homeowner is able to adjust, then it's a great time to kind of just push forward and, you know, see what you can get done. Yeah. 
That makes complete sense. You know, you think about, unfortunately, there are a lot of people who have lost their jobs and financial income has been difficult, but then there are a lot Mm -hmm. of people who have extra expendable income. And I'm sure this is one of the huge areas that they're spending money in, right? It's home remodeling. And so you're in your space longer than you typically have been in the past. And yeah, I'm sure that's, that's definitely has been a trend that makes sense. And two, the other thing is just um, like reconfiguring your space, right? Like there's a lot of people that are working from home right now that never thought that they would be working from home. So all of a sudden the dining room table is now a desk, but who wants to look at that mess for, you know, the next year, who knows how long you're working from home. So maybe adjusting, you know, a second bedroom to also be a workspace. I've also got somebody's beautiful mudroom that I helped them design and, um, you know, now it has a workspace in it because it's just that big and we were able to fit that in there. So it's just right. Adjusting. Yep. <laughs> Continuously adjusting. Constantly being flexible and adaptable and yep. all those fun things. <laughs> yep. Yep. What's your biggest tip or advice you'd give it to someone? I know we talked about some personality traits and characteristics, but if yep. someone is aspiring interior designer, what's a you know, big tip for them or suggestion you have to get into the field? I guess I would really try to um, dissect what it is you love about design. Like I kind of mentioned before, you know, what really drives you? What makes you want to work all these crazy hours? You know, at the end of the day, what's going to make you feel good about doing that? Um, Is it a completed project with a happy family? You know, maybe they're expecting and you help them do their nursery and you walk in there and you're like, you can see the happy look on their face when they're like, yes, this is it. When you see, you know, HDTV, that after shot, is that, you know, really what drives you? Or would you rather walk into a beautiful hotel and see a gorgeous lobby that you worked on? So I think really just finding your why and trying to gear your career towards that is really kind of just the best way to, to evaluate that. Yeah, I love that. And that could be applied to really any career. Find exactly. your why. I absolutely love yeah. that. If you could choose any other job or career, what would you do and why? I would, assuming this career, right, pays a lot of money. Maybe sure. I, maybe it's for like a big um, sports team. I would be a coach. Okay. <laughs> um, I Well, so I love sports, um, as you know, Shannon. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I've kind of realized in working with a team Um, like I said, I'm not, you know, I work with a lot of different people. I need a lot of different people for different things. Um, so you're kind of always facilitating relationships and things like that. Um, so yeah, I would be a coach. And I also think part of that is even if it wasn't maybe the NFL, maybe it was just like high school and it paid a lot of money. Right. (laughs) I think that people learn a lot, um, from playing sports. Yeah. And I think that's really um, something that a lot of us bring with us. I know that you um, used to dance, you know, so a lot of those lessons that you learned in dance class, um, a lot of those lessons I learned at practice about even just never being late, always being on time, always being prepared, practicing, um, you know, all those things really come into play in any sort of career, I guess, knowing how to work with people. Yeah. I was just going to say working in a team as well. Yeah. You know, like, especially, you know, nowadays working with different people that are on your team or that you're working with and just knowing different personality types and how, you know, I tend to be a very expressive, bubbly person. 
sometimes I realize that my clients aren't as expressive as I am. So, and maybe they're more reserved. So then sometimes I got to kind of dial myself back because I don't want to intimidate them or make them feel uncomfortable. So I need to, you know, evaluate how I'm treating that client and just make sure that, you know, maybe I just bring my voice down a little and, you know, we go through things a little slower because some people are very analytical and some people are like, yeah, Aubrey, looks great. Keep going. You're done. Yeah. I don't care about the money. Just keep going. Right. Keep going. (laughs) And some people are like, well, I'd like to know where that hundred dollars is going to be spent. And, and that's fine. So just being able to, you know, realize and understand how everybody works a little differently. Everybody lives a little differently. So um, I think that's, I would just, I would love to have a positive influence on, on people in that, in that, let's say realm, right? Yeah. I love it. Do you have a favorite job that you've done or like space that you've designed that you can kind of think and be like, ah, that was my most favorite or most that you're most proud of? That's hard to pick. I feel like I have a few different ones for a few different reasons, but um, I will say one of the most memorable, I was able to work on some projects at a wedding venue. So I was really excited to do that. I did a few different things on this project and uh, was actually able to get married there as well. So that was a really, yeah, really cool thing to be able to be like, oh yeah, you know, I did this over here and um, this was (laughs) this was a really hard problem to solve, but it's done. And so that was, that was really like maybe one of the most memorable um, projects that I've worked on. So I was very thankful and blessed to have worked on that. And it was again, another challenge at some point. And, um, but it all came out beautiful in the end. Yeah. That's so cool. And I'm sure you can look back at pictures and be like, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. Awesome. Well, thanks again so much for hopping on the call. I really appreciate it. And I know our listeners do as well, just to gain some insights into the interior design world. I will put a link in the show notes of if any listeners are interested in contacting you to find out more about design and your business. Well, thank you so much, Shannon. I'm so blessed to have been here and chatting with you and it was great. So thank you for asking me to join you. That's a wrap for today's interview. I hope you were encouraged and learned something new in this conversation. Check out more episodes on the Taylor Careers podcast, where we deep dive into a variety of jobs each week by chatting with carefully selected experts in the field. I encourage all of you to listen to a career or industry you are unfamiliar with. You just never know what may spark your interest. Feel free to check out more insights and inspiration on social media. You can find me at Instagram at at tailored careers or on my website, tailoredcareers.org to get information on coaching programs to help you gain confidence and clarity in your journey. As always, thanks so much for listening. Stay inspired, my friends.